He had only been standing at the bar of the stagecoach stop for a few minutes when she first arrived. And from the moment she arrived, he should have known there was bound to be trouble. Even with the war long over now, and hordes of Easterners, and in particular displaced Southerners traveling west by wagon loads now, such women were rare. In fact, he didn't think he'd ever seen a more beautiful woman, white, black, or Indian. Something drew his eyes to her the moment she walked through the door. He'd heard the stage arriving, of course, and that was surely why he, ever wary, had allowed his gaze to slide toward the door, and then he had seen her. The setting sun was behind her, and she stood silhouetted for a moment in the doorframe, trying to pierce the misty environs of the inn, he imagined. But while her eyes adjusted, his were free to drink her in. She had chosen her clothing well for her westward journey, a simple cotton gingham day dress with a bodice that buttoned all the way to the neck. She couldn't possibly be wearing more than one petticoat, yet the very simplicity of her dress seemed to enhance all that was so very elegant about the woman. She was tall and slim, but beautifully, gracefully curved at the right places. Her throat was long and white and regal. Her face belonged on a statue, one of those ancient Greek ones. It was so exquisitely shaped and molded with fine cheekbones, a straight nose, perfect lips, wide-set eyes, and femininely arched brows. Her hair, drawn into a net knot at her nape, shone beautifully despite its severe restriction there. It was a fascinating color, not red, not gold. Soft tendrils escaped the knot to wisp gently over her forehead and delicately frame the edges of her perfect face. She stepped farther into the room, her expression giving nothing away. It was an all right place, such as stage stops went, Blade reckoned. Neat enough, with a number of wrought wood tables strewn here and there, a big cast iron stove squarely in the center, and a long bar stretching the length of the room. There were rooms upstairs for overnight guests intended for the more gentle types of clientele traveling west these days. There were no handsome carpets about as might grace the floors of many such an establishment back east, and there were certainly no pretty paintings to decorate the walls. But Jeter and Molly Dickinson, the sprightly old couple who ran the place, kept it up, kept it nice, kept it clean. Poker games went on some evenings, and some evenings Molly was as likely as not to sit back in her old rocker and grace all her guests with a little Bible reading. There was no reason that the woman with the beautiful face and fiery hair shouldn't have come here, Blade decided. But from the moment she approached the bar and old Jeter assured her she could have a lemonade, Blade felt certain that there might be trouble.